0: Hey there, Joe. How are you today?
1: I'm great, thanks, Richard. Very it well. is
0: nice to be talking again here in June. Um, what's been uh, What's been happening in your coronavirus world?
1: Well, I thought I'd share a book I've been reading, but it's not been as good as I hoped. I had built it up <laughs> to be this amazing book that I was going to love. Yeah, it's called. Um, A Sign of Four by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, so one of the Sherlock Holmes books. Yeah. And I've been listening to it from an audio recording. So it's Stephen Fry, great British actor. His voice acting is amazing and I loved him in his acting of Harry Potter. Yeah. But A Sign of Four has not been what I hoped it would be. (laughs) Oh,
0: why why so this is Sherlock Holmes the detective Sherlock theory. Holmes yes
1: so it's set from the perspective of Watson so Watson is the is the voice mm. um, who tells the story and it's just that I think maybe I just don't like the crime element of it and it is well written and I'm engaged by the language because it's of course older language and so it's interesting to just listen to another world yeah. um but essentially it's a it's it's got treasure elements and it's got, it acknowledges the, it's based a lot around the history of colonization of India, which just at the moment yeah. feels a bit of a fraught topic with all <laughs> the race true. relations issues at the moment. And so I felt I've listened with different ears, yeah. which I should because yeah. of this season. But yeah, it's it's just been, um, I just, I, f- I have not found it as engaging a crime. I thought, mm. oh, well, that's a bit simplistic. You mm. know? <laughs> I wanted more crime.
0: <laughs> oh, you wanted so, more crime. Yeah. I wanted it to
1: be more complex or more well, interesting somehow. Yeah.
0: Hmm. What did you make of Sherlock Holmes's character?
1: Uh, maybe as well. That's what's not as interesting in this. Uh, a few times, his his reactions seemed a bit bland. Like that, I would react that way, and I always thought that Sherlock Holmes was so eccentric, like he, that he would never react the way I would. I mean, at the beginning of the story, he's. About to shoot up cocaine or something, so yeah, it's he's got right. that normal. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah, it, I um, I'm looking forward. To, I'm going to keep reading. Oh yeah, so the next one is uh, what's the next one? A scandal in Bohemia. Yeah. So I'm going to keep giving it a go because I've committed by purchasing the the audio tracks. And you so always, I'll
0: you always finish the book you buy. Is that right?
1: Well, most of the time I did skip to the end of a book last week, um, <laughs> but it was just because I cried too much about what i was listening to and i thought that's enough oh dear! it was about the holocaust holocaust and i i do appreciate reading books with a serious serious element but i wasn't up for it last week so i skipped (laughs) to the end um anyway what about you richard what have you been doing during Uh, this COVID season
0: yeah well i've been indulging in one of my other hobbies which is uh doing personality tests (laughs) joe i think i might have shared with this this video before but uh I like doing personality and gifting tests, just the free stuff on the, on, on, online.
1: Okay. Uh, now, let me just clarify before you start. Are we talking like which Disney princess am I? Or? Oh,
0: I haven't gone that, <laughs> haven't gone that, that <laughs> direction. So I, I don't, uh, yeah, that, that could be the next step. But so far it's just been um, the, some of the classic personality tests uh, okay. or, or um, so like the, the big five is a personality thing. Yes, or um, the uh, uh, enneagram I did last week.
1: Oh, Uh, yes, very enjoyable.
0: Last night I did the a finder one, the high five strengths. Oh, Um,
1: have you done that before? Haven't you?
0: Oh, a different version. So, yeah, I think the version I did with the staff team we had to pay a little bit of money for. So. No, this was just a free one. And they all, with the free ones, they always just give you a teaser, but they're trying to get, make some money. They're trying to say, wow, this, you're a really amazing, interesting person. If you spend another $40, $60, you will get the complete report. Uh, but I never go that far. But, um, yeah, this is. I'll to share two funny things about this one I did last night, the high five. It had a lot of funny questions, which just made me laugh. So you had to answer a question like this. My friends describe me as a walking Wikipedia of information. Agree or disagree? <laughs> <laughs> I, that has never happened. Um, and another one I'll share was uh, others describe me as a spontaneous and easily adaptable person. And that <laughs> that was easy. That was I just swung the lever right to the negative on that one. <laughs>
1: Because it would be funny even if someone did say that. Like, what yeah. that? <laughs> Richard, yeah. you are so spontaneous and easily <laughs> adaptable.
0: <laughs> I know. I could sort of set you up. So um, I just, I think I find the questions interesting because I think to myself, that is so weird. Imagine being described in that way, so different to me. <laughs> but in the end, Joe, you'll love this, my um, personality or gifts for this, my strengths for this high five strength finder. Um, I feel like I failed because I came up with a really boring top gift cop strength. <laughs> I'll tell you what my my gift my strength was top one number one was timekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> I go okay.
1: Explain it a bit more because it does sound not very good. That
0: is just so lame. No, <laughs> the description is not much better than the title. It's basically that I'm very punctual. I keep to time. Um, I'm organised, and yeah, the flip side is I get irritable when <laughs> people are late.
1: So, when I was late for recording this podcast, you poor guy, it was clashing against your Uh
0: Well, you know, with the, the influence of the spirit on my life, I've <laughs> grown in patience. But uh, yeah. Oh, wow. So, um,
1: I mean, there is a real value in being a timekeeper, Richard. Oh, well,
0: you're trying I, to make I me feel better. I very sure. much
1: appreciate it. <laughs> Thank
0: you for trying to make me feel better. But yeah, I did not score inspirational leader or. Um, yeah, creative genius or anything like that. Just you do you ever?
1: To, sorry, you were going to say? No,
0: nah, no, I've never, never get. I never get the really fun ones.
1: Um, yeah, I'm
0: always just do, like a thinker. Do you or ever everyone. fill
1: out your test as if you were someone else, like to to play the game? You know what I mean? Like to be like, if I was such and such, I would answer this way. That's
0: and a fun fun idea. I have never tried that.
1: You should give it a crack. Maybe take <laughs> on take on Alex or Andy's personas, oh, and man. then. See if you can
0: <laughs> That's true. Extend the
1: life of the testing game.
0: <laughs> yeah. I also had the option of sending it to say you to, to fill out my ah. I just thought, oh no, that's that's getting too introspective. I'll just stick to my sort of frivolous hobbies where I do these tests and then forget about it fairly quickly.
1: <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. And on to serious topics. Yes. What have you been reading in the Bible?
0: Oh well, at the moment, loving Psalm eighty-five. Uh, Ooh, it's okay. a shortish psalm, only 13 verses, um, and I came across it just in my regular psalm reading, but then I sort of slowed down and just dwelt on it a bit longer. And mm. uh, the reason I'm loving this psalm at the moment is just this, uh, the, um, the psalm holds together wrath and mercy really Mm. tightly. So uh, verse two and three, for example, uh, Psalm 85 just says, you forgave the iniquity of your people and covered all their sins. You set aside all your wrath and turned from your fierce anger. And I just love the way in that verse and a few others in the Psalm, uh, it's very clear that God uh, does get angry with our sin. Um, He Mm. does um, respond with wrath uh, to us and our sins. But at the same time, he forgives us. Um, and uh, covers our sins. Uh, And so, yeah, I think for me that has meant uh, a greater awe of God, a greater fear, respect. I mean, Mm. I've I've known these things to be true, but just, you know, when you read the Bible, you're reminded of them. So, yeah, firstly, greater awe, sins in my life. Uh, God takes them much more seriously than I do. Mm. Uh, But also thankfulness for his forgiveness. And that, yeah, he has covered all our sins. And obviously, we know that's through the uh, atoning death of, of Jesus for our sake. So,
1: mm. Um, mm. and I'm just reading the psalm in front of uh, just the, the pick. When I picture the covering over all their sin, mm. it just my mind pictures Jesus yep. and. Where does your mind go when you read that? Do you go to a particular verse in the New Testament or how do you move from that those two verses to Jesus?
0: Yeah, I think um, oh, just probably that word covered, I, I think of the blood um, mm. and that uh, New Testament image saying one John of the cleansing, the blood which cleanses us from sin. So mm. um, uh, I don't know if I researched this exactly, but, um, yeah, I think of the the cost of that forgiveness, the blood, the blood that covers uh, that cleanses and uh, leads to forgiveness there so
1: mm. yeah wow that's so, a great psalm yeah
0: no so loving it i'll just you know I'd probably spend a bit longer just going through that slowly um, yeah but uh, it's been good mm. and uh, for you joe um how what uh yeah what ministry ideas are you thinking about at the moment
1: uh, well, I've I've had a book on my bookshelf for a while. Mm-hmm. It was given to me as a gift, and it's called Bowen Family Systems Theory in Christian Ministry. And then the subtitle, it's a long name, Grappling with Theory and Its Application Through a Biblical Lens. Wow. So it's a book, yeah, It's a, it offers a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a, a book edited by Jenny Brown and Lauren Arrington. And Jenny Brown is um, a woman from Sydney who wrote an initial book called Growing Yourself Up, and it's oh, based yeah. on the Bowen family systems theory. Have you read it?
0: I have read that, actually. Yeah, it was about yeah. five or six years ago, but yeah. loved it. Really good.
1: Yeah. What did you find helpful about that book, do you reckon? Can you remember or is it sort uh, of past?
0: Yeah. Uh, the, one of the big points I remember from it was that in stressful, anxiety-producing conflict situations or anything at all, really, the what you can do most powerfully is focus on your response and your actions in that, mm. those situations.
1: Mm, mm. And and I think the book Growing Yourself Up, her first book, really taught me a similar thing and going deeper into this idea that um, we are formed by lots of things but also how our original family has shaped us really shapes how we relate in other spheres of our life. And our choice as we move into adulthood is um how to grow ourselves up from those initial experiences and make decisions about, you know, moving in into maturity, essentially. And I, I quite appreciated that. I think it's a, a good idea to reflect on our behavior and see if there's growing up to be done. And I found that book helpful for it. Anyway, this second book that Jenny has produced with Lauren Errington, it's essentially trying to apply Bowen family systems to Christian ministry. Jenny's a Christian woman and she yeah. but she's written growing yourself up as a book for um i think anyone could pick it up and enjoy it 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 does reference her she references her faith but it's not a christian book Mm -hmm. this book is actually more deliberately for the christian minister and i've only read one chapter so far so it is a very um, early in uh, but the chapter is by a lady called tara stanhouse who is at more college and it's about um applying the Bowen theory to when you're pastoring people. Mm -hmm. And it's about moving out of a rescuing pastoral model to a coaching pastoral model. And so the whole idea, yeah, the whole idea is to help you see, identify if you are that pastor or that person who, when someone else is going through a struggle or a trial or basically any situation, whether your inclination is to jump in and rescue them Mm. at great detriment to both of your spiritual growth and yeah. your, both of your trust in God. And it it was recommended to me as a chapter that two different women I really respect found helpful. And so yeah. I've read it and I want to read it again because yeah. it was good. It was really good. Um, it talked about, it called this idea of being a rescue p- pastor essentially as over-functioning, so as a way to calm my own and soothe my own feelings of anxiety and stress, I um, essentially just give myself over to the other person's needs rather than seeing us as separate people and me needing to work on my emotions and mm. struggles and thoughts and them needing to work on their stuff. I over-function by trying to reduce their pain, reduce their struggle, which would then soothe my pain and my struggle. Um, yeah, wow. Anyway. It's really a very interesting chapter because um, it it highlights that pride we can feel that I'm a helper, I'm a helper of people, and it highlights that I can be avoiding struggles in my own life by over functioning in other people's lives. That you know I'm needing to actually when I see other people suffering, I need to work on my trust in God and my confidence that He will work in comforting them and He will work in suffering and that. There will be an end to this suffering. Like all that work I need to be doing when Mm. I see other people in suffering, when I overfunction and focus on their stuff, I'm not doing that maturing that I think God is prompting me to do. Mm. And it cultivates a one-way relationship between me and them. So I'm the helper, they are the person who needs help, and it facilitates that kind of unhealthy overfunctioning. Yeah. Anyway, I read the chapter (laughs) and thought... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and yeah. there's more to be done here. Now, it's, this is not a wholesale recommendation of the book, Yeah, sure. but I, I do think this chapter is helpful. And it's made me think about how when I look at someone else, a brother or sister in Christ, am I trusting God first before I do anything in reaction to their situation in life? Am I letting God be God here, and me trust Him to be the rescuer in Jesus, like that. Jesus is a savior, and I am pointing people to Jesus. Anyway, it's a great book. A uh, wow. great chapter, I would say.
0: I can see why it'd be worth reading a second time. You'd yes, be highlighting every every sentence almost. It was
1: absolutely yeah, and it starts with a story, which is always good for me. I need a, <laughs> like a little.
0: Oh write-up. yeah, I, I love books that do that.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Well, we could, I reckon we could talk about that heaps, but uh, we should probably wrap up. But yes. Um, Enjoy ongoing reading on that. And, uh,
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and like- looking forward to hearing more of your personality testing.
0: <laughs> Possibly. We'll see. Yes. We'll keep to time. Look, I'm doing it right now.
1: <laughs> All righty. I'll talk to you soon, Richard.
0: See you, Joe. Bye.
1: Bye.